I'm Mike Vardy. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash Productive Convo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. It's always great when I can have a friend on the show who I've known for 
a few years and, and we get into some really cool conversations, but it's always really great when the person can actually be here in the room with me. And that's what happens with David Knapp Fisher this week on the show. We talked about a lot of stuff, uh, kind of the idea of saying hello, you know, owning knowledge, you know, that isn't necessarily always keeping the connections alive, you know, our, our mutual admiration of Derek Sivers, you know, the idea to connect and really just the power of saying hello. This is my conversation with my good friend, David Knapp Fisher, here on the Productivityist Podcast. Hello, David. Mike, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked David before we, uh, we jumped on, like, what was, the, what was the number one trick that you said when you, for the, you did a talk at Social Media Camp? And uh, he said, say hello first. So there you go. I said it first. You did. Very well done. <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil the surprise by saying we've been talking for tw- 20 minutes already. You just did spoil the surprise. Uh, That's so, a, <laughs> so David, thanks for joining me on the show today. Great, Mike. Thank you. It's great to finally be here. Um, so uh, let's... First off, for those in my audience who don't know who you are, I think it's probably the best way to start is just dive in a little bit about you, maybe a little bit about your background, as well as what you're doing now and what you're kind of where you're where you're headed. Sure, sounds great. So I'm a, I'm a guy who uh, basically bumbled through school, didn't do really well. I'm one of those guys who uh, never graduated, uh, but knew I was smart but not book smart. So what I did is I started studying books and uh, of successful people working hard and found myself in the hospitality industry and uh, started out as a chef, which was rather good and a lot of hard work, long hours, not fun and wanted to be with people. So I got to the front of the house and that's where I really found that connecting with people was amazing. I got to meet amazing people, talk with them, learn from them, help them do things. And so I spent the next 30 years of my life uh, in a hospitality career, and I just loved it. Became a corporate hotel executive, uh, business owner, and uh, ultimately two years ago, I decided to step away from that life to uh, take everything that I've learned over those 30 years and beyond to uh, share those stories and the techniques that I've learned on how to connect with people to live a, a richer, more full life. Let's talk about how we first connected. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a great story. <laughs> so um, World Domination Summit, 2015. Yes. Uh, we are there. I, I remember the first memory I have of you is in the, we're outside the theater, if I remember correctly. I, I, or know, were we, or no, were we, we in the, the theater? We're at a party. We're at a party. Okay. We're at a party and you walked out and I looked at your badge and I'm like, yeah, are you, you kidding me? Yeah. You saw me first. That's yes. Right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so, so uh, that was your first WDS too, wasn't My it? My first WDS. Right. Yes. So, um, I think at the time I was probably uh, looking, uh, once you've been to a few of them, as you know this now, um, you're looking for the people that you already know, right. as well as making new new acquaintances. And Victorians down at WDS, there have been a few. There's there's definitely been a few. Yeah. Um, but that year, there was only, I think, one person that I knew at the time, okay. uh, Rita, right. who goes every year. Like, she's been, I think, every year except for the first one. Okay. Um so I still have that title. Uh, <laughs> and he is wearing the crown now, folks. <laughs> um, but we, so you ran into me and, and, and uh, we started chatting, but we, we were both from Victoria. Never the first time we met and got to hang out was really at, at WDS. And it wasn't even so much last, like in 2015, because in 2015 we got to talk and, you know, I remember sitting in theater. We were, I was right behind you for a part of it. Yep. But this pa- in 2016, we were roommates. We were roommates. And the, uh, well, first of all, I have to say the funniest thing is that Mike and I actually live four blocks mm. from each other. Mm-hmm. And I love this. And it was like, are you kidding me? We've never met. 
met. And then 2016, we were roommates. And although we didn't see each other all day, we literally had a date every morning at Starbucks for 45 minutes, recapped, yep. caught up, talked about the stuff at home. I mean, it's it's serendipity at its best, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. So, again, you, you've you've all heard me talk about the World Domination Summit before. So, there again, some some more World Domination Summit magic. But let's talk about the connecting because that's that's kind of what we've been. We become good friends, absolutely. and and through that connection. So when someone is trying to build connection, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, and they want to do it in a way that's going to matter. And I think that's really what I, what I want to get across here today right. is that when it comes to productivity, you know, you, you know, that I believe that productivity isn't just about speed, right? It's about, it's about quality behind the speed, you know, it's about Absolutely. intention plus attention. So how do you foster a connection that kind of lives up to that adage of, you know, being intentional and also making sure that you foster it through paying attention to that connection down the line or figuring out if you even want to. Right. And I mean, all excellent questions. Uh, First off, I just want to comment on the fact that, you know, it's not about speed. Absolutely. Because there's no point as Covey would always talk about, uh, you know, putting the ladder up against the wrong wall. And that's what speed is. It's like putting all your energies in the wrong place. So, you know, doing the right things at the right time just makes sense. One of the keys that I've learned the to being productive is having the right knowledge and what's really interesting is you can have the right knowledge but have it in somebody else's head and if you understand that concept let me give you a great example you may be the worst math in the world you may be the worst person in the world that's why you hire an accountant you own that knowledge but it's in his head but what if you don't say hello to that accountant you'll never have that opportunity to gain that knowledge Now, we're talking about accountants here. Let's talk about every other thing in the world. Let's just say you wanted to take up square dancing. If you don't go and approach somebody and say, hey, I hear you're a square dancer, you'll never get into that world. And this is why the very first key that I've learned for success in anything from accountancy to square dancing to anything is say hello first. And the key word there, of course, is first, because first is the leadership position. It means that you take responsibility for creating that connection. And that could be standing in the line waiting for a coffee at the grocery store, bumping into a guy at WDS, (laughs) wherever it is. Because the fact of the matter is, and I think this is really critical thinking, is the problem that you solve, need to solve, or the problem that you can help solve, right, is out there in somebody else's world. So maybe if Mike has a problem, I can solve it by us connecting. We can help each other. Or if I have a problem by saying hello to Mike, he can help me. Now multiply that by a thousand. So I have a lot of people that connect with me quite regularly. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you do too. Yeah. My challenge, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, is the follow-up, is to foster it, is to make sure that you you keep tabs on those and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, how do you make that happen? Because I think that, that you're, I see you always connecting. Like you're <laughs> always, I mean, and it's not like you're not, I mean, you're working on a, you, you just finished up a book, right? I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah. And, and I mean, and you, you it's, you've got a son that you, yes. that you take care of yes. and you've got, you know, you've got a lot of irons in the fire. You run a, a great community in Victoria called Inspired Victoria. Yes. That, which is growing like wildfire. So you're doing all this stuff and yet you're still able, one of the things that, that marvels me is, is that you're able to stay connected and not just like on a surface level, but like. It's it's authentic, like it's that authentic mm. connection versus just the you know the happy birthday Facebook posts that you see from people that you are friends with, right? Like you're actually deeply connecting with them. Sure. How do you how do you help? 
how do you help someone, maybe even like me, say, okay, here's how you can keep those fires burning. Here's how you can keep that connection alive, at least the ones you really want to. Because, again, right. there's going to be some you won't um, consistently so that they don't wither up, wither and die. And then the next time they hear from you, it's like, oh, what, is, what does Mike want or what does sure. you know, so-and-so want? No, I mean, it's a great question. And, you know, one of the challenges with Facebook is everybody's a friend. So suddenly we have a thousand friends. Well, that's not real life. So let's let's kind of put that piece aside. What I try to do is if somebody's important to me that I can support and help, then I always keep correspondence. I do a lot of email correspondence. Why do I do that? Because it stays on my desktop. And then I always see those emails through. So for example, I just had this today. I've been having a conversation with a friend. We've had a, a, a third friend that needed some support and then, you know, this and that. So we stayed on that conversation every day. And then when it was completed today, then I can put it off. So I always make sure things stay on my desktop until we've had the final word and we've put it to bed. But what's really important is if some, if you have, say, 10 people that are critically important to you, friends, obviously family, but, you know, make that effort. Because if we're honest with ourselves, we'll say, I don't have time to do all that. And then we'll go on Facebook and waste 20 minutes looking at things. So it's really about priority, which is what you teach, mm. productivity, and make doing the right things first. And that's really key. And just one other thing I'd like to quickly mention is another key philosophy be to connecting. I think it's actually almost more key than saying hello first is always asking, how can I help you? Because the number one way to, to help ourselves is to help other people. It just opens up so many doors. I can honestly tell you, since I stopped working a regular job over two years ago, those two questions have absolutely transformed my life. So just to throw my own uh, little ideas in here about this is for those of you that are struggling with like maintaining those connections and email is a, is a great place to do that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people get buried in all the other emails that mm -hmm. show up. So there's a lot of incoming. Absolutely. And then the outgoing is maybe what suffers. So in my mind, one of the things that would be uh, helpful is there's two things, actually. Number one is that you, I've always said, go into email with missions rather than questions. So mm -hmm. always deal with your outgoing first, mm -hmm. then deal with the incoming, number mm -hmm. one. But number two is maybe, and Derek Sivers talks about this, and actually, um, I was uh, on a podcast with Pat Flynn, mm -hmm. uh, and we talked about the idea of, theme, we, you know, I, you know, I theme my days, you know, I theme mm -hmm. my days. Um, you know, and whether you want to theme a day based on like, just call it like connection day, mm -hmm. or whether you want to do horizontal theming, where it's like, okay, from one to three, I'm going to focus on connecting. So that means I'm going to be in email and just connecting with people. Right. Like being deliberate about it. And I think that that's the thing that gets lost, wouldn't you say, is the deliberate factor. Well, you know what? I, I have one word for that, and that word is routine. Mm -hmm. And here's my deal. Um, the book I'm writing is a lot about these, like, you know, today I think somebody would say life hacks, but things that I've learned in my life and then kind of they're illustrated. And one of the things that I've realized that's made me very good at this particular piece is my routine. I wake up first thing in the morning. I'm usually about a six o'clock riser. I go, I make my coffee. I sit in my bed and I check three or four things that are very important to me in my life. My first is all my bank balances. Mm -hmm. I check them all. I like to know where every nickel I own or owe is. Secondly, I go on email, and I generally spend about 40 minutes on email, and that's when I get, answer all those questions. That's when I, when I address all those things that are coming. If I make appointments, I put them in my calendar at that time. Everything is done, so when I get out of that bed, 
I know that my day is set and I've connected with all the people I need to. And a lot of those connections are setting up appointments to come and spend time with them. Mm -hmm. I find that the hour coffee is a fantastic way to connect with people, but it's got to be an hour. It can't be three hours. And it can only be once a month. And there's also, for lack of a better word, A, B, and C players. If somebody just wants to hang out and catch up because you knew them in high school, love to see you. But that's a bit of a C player. The people you're doing business with, the people you're supporting, the people who you're helping them achieve their goals, those are your A and B players, depending on where they're at. And as you fill your calendar with those, you know, like I do all those from my, my bed every morning at mm-hmm. 6.30 with my second cup of coffee, um, but then my day is full and I can pick and choose where I put my time and whom I'm co- connecting with. So what I like about what you're saying here, as compared to what a lot of people do when they check email, is they're going email to see what what others have in store for them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly, that's exactly what a lot of people do. What you do instead is, and this is, this is fascinating to me because what I tell people to do is do the one thing that's most important to them. Mm -hmm. First thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. do it. And that's like a Gary Keller, one thing kind of thing, but, and I have my three absolutes. So one of my absolutes would be, I would at least get one of those out of the way. Mm -hmm. What you're able to do. And this is, this takes a, a ton of discipline is the one important thing for you is to connect Mm-hmm. And email, 40 minutes on email, mm-hmm. for most people, they would never get out because they'd be dealing with all the stuff coming in mm-hmm. as well as the stuff. So they, they most people would be would be treading water all mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. that's right. But you go in with the mission of my number one, and it's every day. That's the other great thing. Every it's every day. day is my, my mandate is my number one priority, mm-hmm. which is really all a priority ever is, is there's only one, mm-hmm. is to connect and email is my, my, my platform, my medium to make that mm-hmm. happen. So again, you're, you're using email with intent. As emails come into you during that, like during that forty minutes, are you? Wh- they, well, they rarely come in at that time, but they do because come out throughout the day. Because you're early, I'm so early. you're so you're hitting the outgoing early. Yeah, um, which is great. So you're able to go in with missions, and you've set it up in a way. And this is important. I want everybody to kind of really listen to this. Is whether you do that first thing in the morning or late in the evening, because mm-hmm. you could do it either way. Absolutely. Uh, the key is is that you're dealing with your stuff first. Yes, because. Um, and I talk about this with with clients as well. And I actually, you know, I, I touch on this a little bit in my, my written work, but it's going to be more in my coaching and courses is I have what's called serving mode and self-serving mode. Mm-hmm. You know, so with some clients, I say, you know, you're going to go to serving modes. You're going to mean you're going to serve others. But there's also some times where you need to be self-serving, yes. where you need to build your own. And the 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 ironic thing is that if you do self-serving mode right, you wind up serving others anyway. Absolutely. And and vice versa. I mean, when you're serving people, uh, let me give you an example. So um, Inspired Victoria, you know, you were our first guest speaker. We have a guest speaker every month. And last month, we had this terrific guy, Bradley Morris. And Brad is just this gregarious guy. He's full of love and passion, and he helps people create online e-courses. He's really wonderful. I found out that he had a client that did very well, and a friend of mine is in the same business. So I called up my friend, and I said, you really need to meet Brad. I'm going to just send an email and introduce you to. So I did that. That's me connecting. That's me serving others. Brad calls me back two days later, which was this morning, actually. Hey, I'm coming to town. Let's set up a breakfast for all of us. I've got two other friends, one you know, Adam Quiney is joining us, uh, my friend Derek Ford, and suddenly we're going to have this cool little mastermind over eggs tomorrow morning. You should join us. And Derek lives literally two doors down. There we go. The magic of <laughs> the magic of it all. Um, the cool thing is, is we're going to have all of this because I said, how can I serve my friend 
Lauren. So I love this, right? And to me, uh, people are like, "You're so it's so great you do this. And it's like, no, it was one email. And then it caught fire because people are interested. And I love that. I, I call it filling my cup. Mm. And by me helping them, it fills my cup too. And I think it's really important. And again, it gets back to this theme of as, a, as much as you can help other people, it's going to all come back to you. But you do have to be selective. I found as my influence has grown and my reach has grown... There's a lot of peripheral coming in as well. Now let's let's touch on this because um, this is where people. It, it's not everybody. Let's. I want to be clear, but arrogance can sometimes come into play. Not not necessarily from from uh, from you, but from from others' impressions of you. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying you in general. No, I'm talking about in general. So I'll give you an example. Please. Um, when I started to use a scheduling program, I use Acuity Scheduling, and there's a link in the show notes. Uh, it's an affiliate link, so if you give it a try, you get a free trial and all that stuff. But I use it to set up boundaries mm-hmm. for when people can book either to be on the podcast or for me to be on their podcast or to have... Uh, you don't ever get that link. You, no. you, you never get it, Dave. But, no. but, but, <laughs> but, but, but that's, again, that's that threshold of who gets what. Yes. When I first implemented that, I got backlash from mm-hmm. some people, not from very many. In mm-hmm. fact, most people understood that the reason I put this in place was to save everybody time. Because what it was, was it was, hey, here's the link if you want to book a time. And, the, and initially what I had it set up was pick some times and I'll choose it. That was, I eliminated that. So now anyone who books time with me, it's just automatically approved. If the time's there, you've got me. Um, That was my one mistake initially. But I had some people saying, well, oh, really? You need a link to, you you need me to book a time with you through this link? And I thought, you know, that's no different than, to me, that's more personal than me to have an assistant do it. Mm Because that that sends another message. Mm -hmm. But when you talked about the A player, B player, C player thing, I'm sure some people are going... And that's not meant to be derogatory. I know it's not. It's participation in your life. I, I understand that. Yeah. But a lot of people would... would uh, and again, I'm probably generalizing here, but people would say, you know, oh, well, okay, I guess I'm not good enough for you. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you combat that? Or can you even combat that? I, I, um, I hope that we have another hour because I have a lot to say <laughs> about this. Um, Mike, you've known me a long time. One thing that I think you can say is I'm a very nice guy, but I'm a very direct guy. And I put up very strong boundaries. You are. This is why it'll probably be a very short episode. Oh, no, right. actually, no, you talk a lot, but you're direct. I'm you direct. Talk. I'll get it right out there. Um, by the way, I don't like your haircut. No, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You look great. It hasn't been uh, today. <laughs> if somebody isn't bringing their part to the table, which is their participation, their support, and I just had an experience with this this week, mm. I'm very quick to say, how may I support you? But it's pretty much that's it. If they don't come back with that, I don't, I'm not mean or nasty. I just go, you know, I just don't think that this person is feeding our mission. Mm-hmm. And I know this, here's what happened. So I, as you know, and you've mentioned, I run this, this little group called Inspired Victoria that has recently ballooned up to 700 members. And which, which to be fair in Victoria is a large group. Is it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Now I'm not going to be so arrogant as to say 700 show up every time, but we're getting a good solid nine to 10%. So 60, you know, people are showing up to our, our meetings, which is great. And this 
organizing these kind of things takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of work, and I'm not paid for this. Um, we run it, basically, we, we get a small fee to, to attend. Uh, I actually wind up giving a lot of that money back. This month, we're giving the entire teeth to Santa's Anonymous, a local charity, uh, to help support families. So it's kind of a labor of love to meet and connect with people. But I recently had a member just contact me and say, I want to speak at your next meeting. I'm very passionate about this. But it wasn't a request. It was more of a demand, almost bullying situation. And this is somebody I've known for a fair time. And I just said, well, you know, we can't really do this uh, because I have plans. In fact, I'm planned three months out because mm-hmm. it takes, you know, I bring a lot of people from Vancouver. And this individual just became very arrogant with me saying, oh, well, I thought this was our group. It's not your group. And I said, well, you know, it's my group to the sense that I organize it. I start it. I pay for it. I bring the people in. I'm, I'd love anybody to speak. Well, this person was very offended by this. Mm-hmm. So I had one more conversation with them, mm-hmm. tried to explain it, and then I had to make a decision. You can either get on the bus or out of the way, yep. but I'm not going to sit there and bring down the standards or risk this kind of lower quality, quite frankly, coming into the group because we've worked hard to get it where we are. So that person would become a C or probably a D player if they chose to go away. And we all have people in our lives like that, just work, personal. You know, I really enjoyed this person before, but they've kind of gone on a different bent in their life, and that's okay. We can't have everybody like us as long as we're fair, honest, and stick to our stick to our guns, right? Stick to the 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 true quality of what we're trying to bring to the message. Well, I'm one of the interesting. I'm looking over, and you can see in my mess of a desk right now. They've got the be kind, the be kind, the, the be kind coin. Um, okay, so here's here's an interesting question. Um, if you say you've got somebody that's a C player, okay, and you'd like to elevate them, sure. How in in your mind do you have like a process that you like? Is there a process, or is it? Is it kind of organic? Like, how do you, if you, like, where do you finally say, okay, I really want this person to be an A player because maybe it's because of what they can bring to the table. Maybe it's because of what you can offer them. Do you have a, a, a method or a process or that, that, that you that you can put in place that will help elevate them? Absolutely. And, and we've already discussed it. I wouldn't actually say, hey, you're a C player. No, 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 no. no, no, no. But, but so here's what I would do. I'd say... You I'm, Are you kidding me? You did this? You're really interesting. I would really like to get to know more about you. So how can we do that? If they're like, if they say, well, you know, I, I can we get together for, I've got a girl I'm doing this with right now. Mm-hmm. I've met her on Facebook. And by the way, I don't just do this in Victoria. I actually reach out. I reach out to authors. Yep. I reach out to people, speakers around the world. And it's astonishing. I learned this from Derek Sivers. Mm-hmm. You write to them, they will write you back. And quite often, they're happy to meet you if you go to their home turf. I have met with bloggers in Sydney, Australia, yeah. this way. Like, it's incredible. It, it's fascinating to me, like, you know, when you're talking about the person who was offended because they weren't going to mm-hmm. be able to speak. You know, that, to me, is the difference between, because there's lots of people out there that have wide-ranging success. You've come mm-hmm. across several, so have I. The ones that are doing really, really well generally don't respond that way. No, absolutely not. This person had, and, you know, to, to be fair, I think this person, uh, they sort of found a new passion in their life. Right. And they were championing it, mm-hmm. but they went about it the wrong way. Right. And they felt that because I always tout that our community is our mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. which it is. It's not mm-hmm. my community. It's our community. Yeah. But I am still the responsible one. So do you So do you say to this person, like you said, went about it the wrong way. 
Do you actually like because you're direct? Do you I'm say? Did you, did you say like? I I, I I I mean again, I'm paraphrasing. I respect your passion behind this. You know, absolutely. But you're going about this the wrong way. Here's what I see. This is not working for me. Here's I would rather you approach it like this. If we can start again with mm-hmm. this, let's do it. Yeah. This individual came back and said, well, I appreciate that, but you're not seeing my point, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So it's a block. Yeah, it's a block. That's good. I said, well, you know, Merry Christmas. Well, it's like, it's it's, (laughs) it's like improv, right? Like when I did improv, there's, there's a point where there's a, there's a rule called blocking. So if you and I were doing an improv scene and you were to say, oh, this is such a beautiful cat that you're petting. And I go, oh no, that's a dog. That's blocking. Like I've literally killed your, and you're, so you can't, I think that, that the tricky part, and again, I think this kind of when you were answering the initial question, which is, you know, you can't always get, you can't change people's behavior in the terms no. of, 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 of getting them to see your side of things or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So all you can try to do is find middle ground. Right. Right. And, and how, when do you decide that, what, like, I mean, in, do you have like kind of a, um, and again, back to the process idea, do you have like a, okay, after a certain amount of time, we're we're gonna we're, I'm gonna part ways. I'm gonna downgrade them. Let's well, say. and it's not. And, and you know, I'm sure because getting... some people really want to know. Like, is there a clinic? Because I mean, yeah. yeah, people listening to the show are gonna be like podcast. You know, I mean, a lot of them love processes and frameworks and stuff like that. Your framework is not. I want to I want to illustrate whether or not the framework is rigid in terms of okay, well, you know, like Nothing, yeah. kind of like a sales call, like cold, you know, call one. Yeah, call two. I don't think you do it. That it's way. not like that at all. And so, so let's look at it this way. Um, so I've met this woman. I'll call her Danny, and I know several Dannys, so it's one of you. Um, <laughs> I've never met Danny face to face, but I've read some of her stuff on Facebook. We have several friends. And when you, I look at the friends that she has on Facebook, I see that we're of the same ilk. They're of the same creative ilk, writers, creative people. And I'm like, I like the energy this person is bringing. I reach out to them. Now, let's just say for lack of a better word, they're a C player simply because we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. I want to find out if they like what I do, like what I'm about, and if they like what we can do, how do I support them to be even bigger? I can expose them to a large community. And again, that doesn't matter if you have one friend, 700 friends, or two. If you can support that person to take them to the next level, then you reach out and say, hey, here's what I can do. I would love to talk with you. I find that these people are more than enthusiastic to come out. Um, If they say, hey, I've really got this great idea. I'm going to put a dead chicken on my head and dance around. You go, well, that's not in what we do. Here's what we do, and here's how I see you fitting in. Mm -hmm. If that works for you, I'd love to have you. And, you know, people very quickly come around. Because one thing with my group is I do put up very direct boundaries. Like, we have no selling. Mm-hmm. We have we have one rule in my group. I think your listeners will find this interesting. Is we do a social mixer once a month, and we get about eight, seventy to eighty people out. We're looking at eighty people for this month, and we have. Ver- I stand up, I give a little speech, and I tell people right up front. No handing out business cards till the last 20 minutes, because we don't care what you do for a living. We care what you do for fun, because when we get people connecting on their passion, the things they enjoy doing, their family, their kids, their hobbies, we like each other. And then once we like them, each other, then we're like, what do you do? Oh, actually, I work at this uh, garage. Well, next time my car's going there because our kids play soccer together. You know, it's funny. You you bring up something that uh, I just recognized from a, fr- a friend. I have a friend. Um, his name's Rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll gladly say his name. Um, he was in theater like I was. He mm-hmm. still is in theater. And, you know, when I first met him, it was in the context of theater. Mm-hmm. And 
I didn't get a good read on them because of the wrappings that came with the theater. Mm. But then I saw him one day performing a theater piece wearing a New Jersey Devils jersey. <laughs> and I'm a Devils fan. You are. And it flipped the switch. I'm like, there's more behind the curtain here. Mm-hmm. Rod and I now hang out very regularly. Mm-hmm. We and, and inter- interestingly, we we had Devils fan, we were Devils fans. Then we started talking more. We found out we we're both wrestling fans, WWE, and actually all wrestling, really. Rod comes over here, literally, probably, either I go to his place or he comes here twice a month mm-hmm. to watch the wrestling pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And it's that we we talk about theater sometimes because he's still in it. Right. But it's, um, it's that friendship probably should never have happened based on what would have happened at face value. Right. But because... I dug deeper, and it was me that, I mean, he didn't see me wearing a devil's jersey. Right. I walked up to him. and But you said hello yes. first. I said hello, and I said hello, and I think this is the other interesting. I said hello without the wrappings of mm. the, because theater, and you, I mean, again, if you've ever hung out with actors, there's there's masks. There's all of kinds course. of masks. <laughs> In this case, I literally said, oh, man, devils, I love them. And I not only mentioned that, but I said, I mentioned a specific component of it right which meant that he knew that i knew what i was talking right. about so it became this oh all right and then we and then once we started talking about wrestling that was it like he, like we it i mean we've been to hockey games together mm-hmm. when the devils come and play vancouver we've gone to see those games right uh, you know he actually on my in my office uh, you could see um there's a ring a new jersey devils ring okay that he actually got like he bought beer and they there was rings coming with the different packs of beer he got um or he went to a bar and the guy had like the a bag of rings because they bought all and he's like he got himself a devil's ring but he also got me one right like so the, you never like you never really would have think think that these would happen and you you and i have the luxury of because we work online and because we travel to different places mm-hmm. that 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 sphere grows and grows and grows it grows also though and I, you've really touched on something that i think is so critical and and this is why say hello first is so important mm-hmm. everybody is interesting everybody has a story Everybody has a story. And we have to sit there and just know you have a story or how that person has a story and take the opportunity to say hello. And you can talk about the weather. You can talk about their shoes. You can compliment them. on. It does not matter. You say hello first and you open that door. I was talking to a lady last week and she told me something. And again, I'm very direct. And this actually, she was quite offended. She told me that she goes to this swimming uh, aerobics Every like twice a week, and she's seen the same lady in her class every time, and she's always admired her style because this lady's quite stylish. And I said, "Well, uh, she goes this week. I actually decided I would go compliment her on her hat, and she's so nice. And we're actually going to go out for coffee." And I said, "Well, two things. Number one, that's wonderful." But number two, what took you so long? It's a hat. <laughs> yeah. Right? And that kind of upset her. She said, well, not everybody can do that. And I said, that's not true. That's not true. It is merely saying hello. Now, I understand that there are people that are anxious. I have a son who suffers from high, mm-hmm. high anxiety. I get all that. I'm just saying the simple mechanics of saying, I really like your hat. That's all it took. Yeah. And now she's got this friendship. Yeah, well, and, and you know, a great read to help with that kind of, because it's the mm. fear yes, of rejection. Of course. And Zha Zhang, who's spoken at mm-hmm. WDS, yep. I think you saw him speak. I did, no, but that I'm was familiar. the year before. Uh, he's bo- 
the book is called, I think it's, it's not called Rejection Proof, but it's something about the, uh, yeah. I'll link to it in the show notes, but his book is about rejection and he did some big things. Yeah, yeah. So going up to somebody and saying, you know, oh man, devils, great team, or hey, I like your hat. Um, if they dismiss you, I mean, uh, and there's actually a great, um, I was reading the four agreements, right. which I'm sure you've yes, read before. Of course, of course. One of the things is don't take it personally. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like dating. I mean, yeah. it's so funny. I, I've been, uh, I'm a single guy now and uh, I'm falling into the dating world after 13, 14 years, which is crazy. I find making friendships is like dating. And if Somebody doesn't want to date you or a be your friend or, or take your compliment about a nice jersey, then do you really want to be friends with them anyway? Mm. And that's my take on it. Yeah. You know, if somebody doesn't appreciate your kind gesture to, to, to make an attempt to be friendly, then they're probably not the person you want to hang out with anyway. And very that's true. a very easy way to dismiss that. So, Dave, we're going to wrap up here, sure. but but before we do, where can people find you and your work? Because it's been an awesome conversation, and I definitely want people to connect with you and you to connect with them. I would be honored. I'll do it first thing in the morning. <laughs> uh, com is my site. I'm uh, predominantly a speaker. I write. Uh, and connecting is really what I love to do. I'd love to answer any questions I can. Mike, will. I'm sure you'll put the, uh, the site in the notes. Um, I've got a TED Talk on there, too, which I'd love you to see because it's really about, you know, the power of procrastination procrastination or not procrastinating with a very personal story I think you'll enjoy. So um, my kind of final thought here is, folks, it's very easy to connect, grow your circle, sphere of influence, say hello first, put down your phone in that lineup and just comment somebody. And uh, when you do make that connection, once you know what they're doing, say, you know, is there anything I can do to support you? And I promise you those two steps will blow your world wide open. And it's pretty wonderful. Awesome. Thanks so much, David. Thanks, Mike. Didn't I tell you it's always better when the person's right in front of me? It's just different. Maybe not always better, but definitely different because we could feed off each other's energy in the room. That's why I love talking so much. And that's why I also love engaging with the patrons and the Patreon community so much. Because while I don't necessarily always get face-to-face, except for those who are getting the uh, the highest level of patronage where they get coaching calls, but I get to interact with them directly in the Slack community. I get to interact with them in Patreon. And I get to offer them two bonus episodes every single week. So you may be one of those people listening to this episode right now because you also get this episode a little bit earlier than everybody else. So if you want to be a Patreon supporter of the show, if you want to back the show monetarily, head over to patreon.com slash productivityist and learn how you can do that. If you're not able to do that or not willing to do that, totally cool. But what I'd love is if you subscribe to the show, that's great. If you give the show a rating and review, that's even better because that will help me make the show even better and it'll help people find the show as well. Uh, That's it for this week's episode. If you are a Patreon supporter, I'll see you with bonus episodes later this week. If not, I will see all of you next week. Big thanks to podcast producer John Polster for putting things together again this week. And until next time, I am your host, Mike Vardy, saying goodbye. Until next time. And remember, stop guessing and start going.